Welcome to the Jazzy Eyes Podcast, taking care of your vision with expert precision. Here's your host, Dr. Twee Nguyen. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to episode number three of the Jazzy Eyes Podcast. I'm your co-host and producer of the show, Jeremy Wolf, and I'm here with none other than your host. We have Dr. Twee Nguyen. Yes. Dr. Nguyen, how are you doing? How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I am doing very, very well. It's Monday. Yes. It is back to school, officially back to school. Yes. Kids are out of the house, back yeah, in school. Out of school now. There's a lot of out of school oh. traffic now. <laughs> what? Yeah, just shock to the system, right? Total, total change in schedules. And I know I, we, I was just talking to Dr. Falco about this whole issue of back to school, and she offered some really valuable insights that made me realize like, wait, I got to come in and see you guys very soon because it's been too long since my kids have had an eye exam. And we were just talking about how it seems that everything's okay, but oftentimes that's not the case and it's important to get checked out. So I was hoping that maybe you could share your perspective on our kids going back to school, maybe share some tips and things that they can do to ensure uh, they're making the most out of their vision and that they're the most productive that they can be in school. Right, right. So now kids are going back to school and it's, uh, you know, they're spending all hours of their days in school reading textbooks and they're coming home and they're doing their homework up close. And back then it was, oh, after you do your homework, you can go outside and play with your friends and everything outdoors, right? But now it's because of technology, social media and, and gaming, everyone is on their phones more, or looking at a device more after they've uh, done their homework. And so back then, then there wasn't a lot of studies showing like, oh, you know, if you were on the computer a lot, that's going to increase, you know, nearsightedness in kids because that's what shows, you know, kids are born a little bit more farsighted. And when they go back to school, when they go to school and they're looking at near work, they become a little bit more nearsighted, you know, year by year. But ever since, you know, uh, tablets and, and phones have become a thing, it's been shown that, you know, if there's more uh, evidence supporting that it could increase nearsighted in kids now, not because of uh, specifically the device that, the, that they're on, but more because they're not outdoors as much. Mm. You said it could increase nearsighted. I mean, goodness, there, I, I can speak from experience when I'm on my phone too much, my eyes start straining. And I yeah. can only imagine for, for kids, especially if they're already having, if they're younger kids and they're already having some issues that with their vision that aren't known, right? Maybe they're not getting help. They don't have glasses and they're in school all day and then they come home and now they're right on their devices straining and looking. I can only imagine that that could, you know, that problem could get spiraled out of proportion real quickly. And so everyone can have eye strain, kids, adults, everyone. That's a short-term effect of like everything being like 30 inches, uh, 30 centimeters away from you. That's just a short-term effect, but long-term now it's people are becoming near more and more nearsighted. I don't know what it is about the outdoors or the daylight, but being outside actually slows the progression of being uh, nearsighted. And because kids are on their device more often, they're not outside as often. And so they're getting more nearsighted. And that's what seems to be the trend going long term now. I, I mean, my son was nine. Thankfully, yeah. we live in a neighborhood where he can go outside and play with all the kids and get lost out there for hours upon end playing sports. My daughter, unfortunately, she she is the one that's typically on it. Like when she's playing with her friends, 
it's yeah. on her devices. They're they're on a chat yeah. group and they're playing games off that. Um, there's and there's some value to her always being on the devices. She's getting good with graphic design and and certain useful functions. But at the same right. time, it's pretty freaky to see them on their devices for as long yeah. as they are, not knowing long term effects of this type of stuff. And I know I just mentioned before we hopped on, my son just got the the VR headset, the virtual right. reality, yeah. which is incredibly cool, but also incredibly concerning that if he has that on too often, like what are going to be, the, what are the long effect, long-term effects of that for him? I'm interested to hear your perspective on right. the whole so VR how often, world. How often are they on the, like how many hours would you say they would be on a device, you know, all day? Oh my God. My, well, my, my daughter, it's, it's many, many hours yeah. uh, on the day. So far too much. I'll be the first to admit. And uh, I do whatever I can to pull in. I'm hoping that with school now, she'll have more time to draw away from that. But at the same time, if she's in school all day, looking at books and looking at the the teacher in the front of the room, and then she comes home and she's on the device, how much too much is is it, right? How much too much, how much is too much, if I could speak properly, right? (laughs) (laughs) So being on the computer, whether it's like gaming or like, you know, all of the graphic designs that your, your, your daughter is doing, all of it contributes to this, this name that they coined computer vision syndrome, which is not only eye strain, you know, you're going to have eye strain, you're going to have a big one is dry eyes, you're going to have issues focusing, which is why you might see a little bit blurry sometimes. But other than eyes, you would also have neck stiffness headache, just your posture. Some people hunch over a little bit more when they're on the computer. So it's your whole body, including your eyes, is part of this computer vision syndrome. And so interestingly enough, when you're on the computer relating to dry eyes, when you're on the computer, you're not blinking as much as you should. So I think the average blink rate is you're supposed to be blinking 15 to 20 blinks per minute. You got when me blinking a lot now. I'm, I'm like conscious yeah, of my blinking. Right? Like how many times am I blinking? Thankfully, our body does it for us and we don't have to think about it. <laughs> but when you're on a computer and you're more focused, you're actually blinking much, much less than 15 to 20 blinks mm. a minute. You're actually blinking like five or seven times a minute. And that's a very generous five to seven blinks. So if you were to talk about, you know, someone working for eight hours a day, right? Normally they would blink 7,000 blinks if they weren't on a computer, just in that eight hours of a work day. If you're working at a computer or you're a student who's online and there are eight hours of school, you're actually blinking about 2,000 to 3,000 blinks within that eight hours. That's a, that's like a, you're missing out on 4,000 blinks that you should be blinking that you're not. And so that country uh, that makes dry eye symptoms even worse. And everyone has dry eyes. They just don't feel the symptoms. But when you're on a computer screen, more gaming or on or doing work or stuff like that, it can exacerbate dry eye symptoms. Well, I, I can say from my own personal, from where I sit, my own personal experience, I could use a break from the screen time because we're here on this recording. And as we're talking, I'm feeling the, the dry eyes and I'm feeling the, uh, a, a little bit of head pressure and I don't know. I, I, I need to get speaking of vision. <laughs> get my kids. I need to go get my eyes checked out. Cause I yeah, had, we might, we might need glasses. <laughs> well, I had LASIK surgery done 15 oh, years ago and it was phenomenal and yeah. I haven't really done anything since. And I know it's not, it's not optimal right now. I know I need to get reevaluated. So 
Everyone, I'm coming in with the kids. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone who had LASIKs back then, they get a good 10, 15 years out of it. But yeah. after a certain age, you're going to start realizing that you need um, glasses for up close work or for a computer, or else you're going to be sitting at your computer at an awkward position, hunched over, looking in a little bit, because your near sight, your 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 near vision isn't as good as it used to be when you're younger. Yeah, and, and everyone. And I'm. I think people are just stubborn, right? When it comes to yeah. my wife, my wife told me yesterday she finally she increased the the size on her phone of the text. <laughs> she was having a problem. And she goes, let me do it for you. Let me do it for you. I said, no, 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 no. I, I'm good. I don't want to go there yet. I, there's a resistance <laughs> to doing that. When you know, in, in many cases, you know, that that's probably a function of I probably do need a tune-up or a new LASIK surgery or glasses, and yeah. I just don't want to go there. And then now I'm resisting increasing the size of my phone, and all these things are probably just making my situation worse quicker. Yeah, it's actually people who haven't worn glasses in a while, like people who have LASIK and now they have the convenience of not having to wear glasses. They don't want to do that. It's so really. hard to convince them to wear glasses when they finally need it again. <laughs> We're a stubborn, a stubborn breed, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. LASIK no, I'm, inter <laughs> I'm interested to see. I, I, I'd imagine that I, I might very well be a good candidate. I mean, it obviously depends on a lot of factors, but for LASIK again, right? They do second rounds of LASIK surgery all the time, I'd imagine, right? I mean, they do, but it puts you up for a lot of other complications, ah. such as corneas, your tissue can thin because now they're they're lasering more tissue than they did the first time. And um, dry eyes is a very common symptom of um, LASIK, especially mm. having it done again. All right, well... Best bet is I'm feeling I'm feeling a pair of, a new pair of Gucci's in my future. I think <laughs> we got you for that, <laughs> uh, Doctor Newen. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us or touch upon? Any other tips you'd like to give before we wrap yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. So we talked about like the screen times, the the computer vision syndrome, and the dry eyes. All of those those are kind of interconnected, and so. There are things that we can do that can alleviate those symptoms, like taking breaks more often is what you talked about. I don't know if you've ever heard of what it's called the 20-20-20 rule. It's like sure. every 20 minutes, you're supposed to take a break and look away in the distance, 20 feet away for 20 seconds. And that's what I tell my patients to do. However, like when you are working and you're so into your work, 20 minutes goes by super quick. And it's, it's counterproductive for you to step away from your computer every 30 minutes because you're not getting things as quick done quickly as you want. So even if patients can't meet that 20, 20, 20 requirement, I tell them that it doesn't have to be 20 minutes. They can just every hour, every two hours, they can just stare away, stare at a window, daydream for about one to two minutes and then come back to whatever they're doing. I thought you were going to say, I'm sitting here you're like 20, 20, 20. I'm like, okay, so 20 minutes worth of work. 20 minutes worth of looking away and 20 minutes for nap time. Yes, exactly. That That's too. my optimal <laughs> recipe for success <laughs> or lack of productivity, right? <laughs> That's probably what I should start telling them to do. <laughs> write a write a script to their work. She has to take a 20 minute nap every single day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an absolute necessity for optimal peak performance, don't you know? <laughs> exactly. Doctor's orders. <laughs> oh goodness. 
Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, stop taking those breaks. You know, artificial tears, even when you're not feeling the symptoms of dry eyes, could help because once you're starting to feel those dry eyes, sometimes it's already too late. You're already having, you know, uh, the cycle of dry eyes, and then rubbing your eyes, and then eye strain, and everything. Yeah, I think I think the the optimal mix is just to not do any or not optimal optimal mix. But the best thing is just not to do any one thing too often. Like for me, if I'm having a hard time, if my eyes are straining, I'll just go maybe take five minutes and meditate, just close my yeah. eyes and listen to a meditation app and just kind of do that. Or, or sometimes just go for a run. Like you said, get out, getting outside. Outdoor time. That's great. A different perspective, the, yeah. the sunlight, all these different things obviously have yeah. to help. So Dr. Yeah. Newman, always a pleasure. Ha Always a pleasure. I lost my train of thought there for a second. You have to excuse me. <laughs> it's it's been a long Monday with the kids back it in school. Been. And it has been, and people are still getting out of school. My nephew's getting picked up right now, and the line's at least an hour long. <laughs> chaos, chaos, chaos. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, well, I will look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And thanks always to our listeners for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you later. Everyone, have a wonderful day and take care. Thank you for listening to the Jazzy Eyes podcast. For more information, visit jazzyeyes.com or contact 954-473-0100.